Okay, we are live. This is another episode of Talking Balls, episode 16. I'm your host, Connor. And we are back. We've never been so back, baby. going to jump right into it. We got NFL this week. Going to dive into the slate, rip it apart for you guys. Merry Christmas. I'm playing Santa this week. I'm getting everybody rich. I'm picking every game correctly, sweeping the board. So pay attention. Here we go. First game Thursday night, Jags and Jets. Two teams kind of trending in the opposite direction. Jags are on a hot streak, just took down the Cowboys. Jets are on a downslope, okay? Um both are fighting for the playoffs. Jags are six and eight. Jets are seven. Seven game is in New York. Jags come in right now as underdogs of two and a half points. Uh, this is a very, very, very easy game to call. Um, not much needs to be said about it. <clears throat> Look, regardless if Mike White plays or not, or Zach Wilson plays, it don't matter. Trevor Lawrence is picking apart defenses like he's paid to. Um, he's playing like that first round pick that the Jaguars selected. I love the Jags. I love Trevor Lawrence. He's leading me all the way to the fantasy chip. Give me the Jags plus three on the spread. And here's a little tidbit. There's a trend out there. Chat, uh, Jacksonville five and 28 straight up and 12, 20 and one against the spread as a visitor between weeks 13 and the regular season finale. However, we're going to crumble that up, throw it right in the trash. The 2022 new and improved Jags one and one straight up and against the spread this season on the road this month. Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones to the promised land. See you later. The Jets are a dumpster fire. They're not there. If they get to the playoffs, they're getting waxed first round. Give me the Jags, control their destiny to win the division, and we'll see Tennessee week 18 to win the AFC South. Okay, next game. Seattle Seahawks versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this one's interesting. Chiefs all the way up, double-digit 10-point spread. As the favorite at home, Seattle 7-7, seven and seven, another program that's trending way down after a hot start. Um, Geno Smith just hasn't looked right. The defense has given up way too many points. Um, Seahawks, you want to talk trends about the Seahawks real quick. 3-13 and 13 against the spread in their last 16 after accumulating less than 90 rushing yards. Uh, so Kenneth Walker going to be a key. 0-5 against the spread, the Seahawks in their last five games overall. 0-4 against the spread the last four games, allowing more than 150 yards rushing in their previous game. 0-4 against the spread the last four games after scoring 15 or less points in the previous game. So Seahawks are ice cold. Chiefs are kind of hot, fighting for that number one seed at home in Arrowhead. Um, all that being said, take it to the bank. Seahawks plus 10. Chiefs are going to win his game, but the Seahawks are going to be competitive. Uh, 10 points is a lot. We saw the Seahawks offense be functional and competent before, and 10 points is an absolute lot for two, two teams that could be in the playoffs in the respective conference. We saw it last week. Um, the Bills got nine and a half, I think, or seven and a half, rather, with Miami. Give me the Seahawks plus 10 on the road. They're going to get back on track and give Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs a little run for their money. All right, next game. This is a good one. House divided at home. My dad and I, Vikings and Giants. Vikings at home as the favorite. And they have been a part of some of the most whack betting lines I've ever seen. 
the past, I don't know, three or four weeks or so. Um, Vegas is kind of calling them out being frauds. Four-point favorites here at home against the Giants. Giants coming off a Sunday night win against the Commanders, 8-5-1. Uh, and one. After that win, they got like a 90% chance to win a playoff, so we're look, or not to win the playoffs, but to get into the playoffs, rather. So we love that for the Giants. They're coming in. They're a tough football team. Four points is not enough. Um, I'm taking every point, every all four, one, two, three, and four. I'm taking all of them, okay? And the Giants might fuck around and win this game, to be honest with you. Uh, Vikings are a good team, but their defense is atrocious. They give up huge plays all over, and Saquon is a home run hitter. I think he's going to run around crazy. Justin Jefferson might run around crazy. So I got two plays here for you. It's really simple. Um, it's over 48. Giants are going to put up points. Vikings obviously going to put up points. It's another shootout in Minnesota, and it's Giants plus four. That's really all that needs to be said. Giants are 4-0 against the spread in the last four games, 4-0 against the spread in the last four Saturday games, 6-1 and against the spread in their last seven after allowing more than 150 rushing yards, which they do pretty much every single week, so they're used to it. And this is the kicker, 5-1 and against the spread the last six road games. Giants are hot. Vikings are shaky. Um, the under is 7-1 and in the Giants' last eight games. That's why I'm on the over. We're going to fade that one entirely. Take that trend again, crumple it up, throw it in the trash. We don't need it. Here's the one I love. Over is seven, or I'm sorry, is four and one in the Giants' last five Saturday games. You got a Vikings offense that can score, a Giants offense that can't really score, but you know, I think they're good for 20 or 25. Give me the over. It's going to be easy. Giants plus four and the over. Parlay it if you want. Send me the ticket. I want to see it because it's cashing. It's not missing. Favorites. One last bit on this game. Favorites. 6-0 against the spread the last six meetings. A lot of people like Vikings at four points. It could be a good line. Fading that trend. 6-0. Make it 6-1 and one in the last seven after this week. Danny Dimes, kind of like Lamar Jackson. There's similarities. You can't really tell the difference if you have no names on the back of the jersey. But Daniel Jones is going to have a great game. Saquon's going to have a great game. Offensive firepower on both sides. It's going to be a fun one. Merry Christmas from the NFL to us all right next game on the slate what do we have Bengals and patriots Bengals three points favorite three point favorites on the road going to foxborough um the patriots and myself just got their hearts ripped out by the nfl referees that play was total bullshit you can't tell me that dude was in bounds keelan cole the nfl really just if they're rigging their games they got to make it a little less obvious like Make it like a pass interference call in the Giants game at the end. Like that one, to be honest, to me, it should have been P.I. Was it P.I.? No. Do I think you got to let him play a little bit? I don't think he dragged him to the ground. He just gave him a little little brief hug there in the end zone. And then he hopped off and he was playing the ball. So if you're going to rig games, you got to do it with something a little bit better when, than, a, than an obvious out-of-bounds call on a touchdown. That was bullshit. Um, Bill Belichick should write a letter to Roger Goodell, a strongly worded letter to Roger Goodell and just uh, voice his opinion and mine at that because that is complete and utter bullshit and I can't believe it. Anyway, Patriots are probably toast. They're out of the playoffs. Um, Bengals minus three to the bank. The only the only chance that the Patriots have in this game is if they can get to Joe Burrow and I don't think they're going to. I just think they're dead inside after last week and the Bengals are hitting stride. Nobody wants to play the Bengals right now. And you don't want to play him if you get to the playoffs either. The Chiefs don't want to play him. The Bills don't want to play him. Nobody wants to play Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Minus three to the bank. See you later.
Okay. Um, over under sits at 41 and a half points. I do like the under in that game. You buy it up to 42, take the under. <clears throat> I can see this being like a 24, 17 type deal, uh, 20, 21, 17, something like that. Low scoring. Um, but the minus three points is safe because if that field goal hits, you get a push. However, it's very possible that Cincinnati and Joe Burrow is going to just blow the top off the defense. Jamar Chase, 100 yards, two tuds. T. Higgins, another threat. They got Joe Mixon. Um, I like the Bengals right now, and I like the Bengals going into the playoffs as well. They're a good-looking program. Let's take a break real quick. Um, if you're not liking and subscribing these videos, what are you doing? You're not helping the program. I appreciate the support by you watching these videos. Make a quick account. Like and subscribe the video. Like and subscribe. Like, subscribe. Two things, like and subscribe. You can subscribe and then like. It doesn't matter if you want to do subscription first and then like the videos. It really doesn't matter to me. But I need both. Like and subscribe. Subscribe and like. Do both things. I'll appreciate it. Um, and share the video with your friends. All right. Look, NFL is getting to the playoffs. We're sharpening our glasses for this board. Okay. And we just need as much exposure as possible. So again, like, subscribe, subscribe, and like. Thank you very much. Next game on the docket, Lions and Panthers. Detroit coming in one of the hottest teams in the league, just like Jacksonville. Um, two and a half point favorites on the road in Carolina. Uh, look, Lions are just too hard to go against right now. Minus two and a half. I love it. I'll buy it down to two to be safe. Um, I'm taking that all the way. Look, the offense is just too good. A team that's rolling. Um, their defense can easily shut down this incompetent Panthers offense. The uh, matchup predictor got uh, Carolina Panthers 58% chance to win. I don't know where that's coming from. Maybe they just foresee a dud from Detroit like they're due for a bad performance. I don't think so. Dan Campbell got the boys locked in. Everybody's buying in, and they're making the playoffs, okay? They're winning out. They're making the playoffs. Carolina, it might be a sweat. Give me minus two. They're going to cover that, um, and they're just really fun to watch. They're America's little sweetheart right now, okay? And uh, they're TB's little sweetheart as well. We love them here. Jared Goff, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, Jameson Williams. Bunch of playmakers, all right? Aiden Hutchison on defense. It's really, that team is scary. Um, I don't even know if a team like the Vikings want to see them in the playoffs, all right? Giants don't want to see, nobody, that's another team. You don't want to see them in the playoffs. Not like they're built like the Bengals, but they're just so hot right now, playing so well. Detroit minus two. Dan Campbell, baby. Dan fucking Campbell. Let's ride. All right, we got two games left. Commanders and 49ers is up next. Um, Commanders, look, they've been playing good football. I think they're 6-2-1 and one or something like that the last nine after the loss to the Giants. Um, they were coming in 6-1-1. and one. Taylor Heineke has been playing well. One thing I'll say is I don't think, you know, you see a lot of these teams that have success. Obviously, they do have franchise quarterbacks where they're able to commit to them. But someone like the Giants who doesn't have a franchise quarterback or someone like the Seahawks who have Geno Smith, they're still having success this year because they're committing to one guy, in my opinion. Now, Ron Rivera is saying, like, he'll consider Carson Wentz if things don't get back on track. Like, dude, you're 6-2-1. and one. And Taylor Heineke is still, his record is still pretty good, I'm pretty sure, with only two losses on the year as a starter. Just buy into one guy and make them feel like they're QB1 for once and see what happens instead of all this QB controversy. I feel bad for the commanders. 
still a beta franchise in the NFL, so I don't feel that bad. But I don't think Ron Rivera is giving the QBs a fair shot at their position over there. Niners minus seven favorites at home. Accurate line from Vegas. Um, as much as I want to take the Niners minus seven, I feel like it's a little too easy. I'm just going to take the over in this game. Okay. 38 points. That's a little low. Give me the over. Commander's going to find the end zone. And the Niners are also with that offense going to find the end zone. Um, not sure if Debo is back. Let me see. No, Debo's not going to play, but that's okay. They got plenty of weapons besides Debo. Still easy enough to put up 30 points. Give me the Niners. In the win, if you want to take the money line, it's going to be fat, but you can parlay it with something else. And the over 38 points. Um, look, Kyle Shanahan, just a, an offensive guru. He really makes, he just draws up the correct plays at the right time. Um, and Washington's defense, although they have a good defensive line, we saw the uh, we saw the Giants put that to bed last week. So they're a beatable team. You can run on them. You can pass on them. And like I said, too many weapons for, uh, for Washington to handle in San Francisco. Give me the over. Niners win that game. No problem. All right, next and final game. This was going to be a really good game, um, but it's shaping out to maybe not be as good as we thought. But Eagles and Cowboys, 425. Dallas is a six-point favorite at home against the Eagles. Um, it was Eagles favored before. Now, uh, when the news came out that Jalen Hurts hurt his shoulder, he may not be playing Saturday. The line jumped all the way to Dallas minus five. It's all the way up to six now. Um, Eagles, look, short and sweet. They're covering in this game, okay? People are writing them off, saying it's going to be too easy for Dallas, obviously, without Hurt. Uh, I think they have one of the best receivers who's under the radar, that is, is in A.J. Brown. Um, he's a bully out on the outside. He eats up yards, yards after catch. He's a strong physical receiver. I love him. He's still playing. Devontae Smith is still playing. Miles Sanders is still playing. And Gardner Minshew, we saw, had success in Jacksonville. He's a competent backup quarterback. I like the Eagles to cover in this game, plus six. Uh, people are writing them off way too easy. They're 5-0 and against the spread versus a team with the winning record. 5-1 and against the spread in their last six games after accumulating more than 250 yards passing. Uh, they're 4-1-1 and in their last six games in December. And this is the one that I actually love, and we're going to fade it. <clears throat> they're 1-4 against their spread in both their last five Saturday games and also their last five road games. So... I like them to cover the spread here against the Cowboys. Cowboys are fucking fraudulent. Dak Prescott is not going to win the Cowboys a Super Bowl this year. He might win one if he gets lucky. But the defense also fraudulent, giving up 40 points. Um, you saw the way they lost that game. That is just typical Dallas Cowboys. And it proves to myself and everybody who's watching the league that, yeah, they're a good team. They're going to make the playoffs. But they're done by round two. I don't even know if they're getting to the NFC Championship game. See you later. Jerry Jones, back to the drawing board, back to the bank account, spending more money for nothing. And we love it from New York. We love it. So we got three games on Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. I'm playing Santa Claus, like I said. Okay, Packers and Dolphins. Miami minus four. Packers six and eight. Dolphins eight and six. Uh, eight and six. Packers, believe it or not, playoff hopes are still alive. So they have something to play for in this game. But it's really just, it's too simple. Miami minus four at home getting back on track after being on the road for two or three weeks. Um, two and the boys going to light it up. Packers just don't have enough. The offense looks a little bit better, but they just don't have enough. The offense on Miami's side is way too potent, way too explosive, way too talented. Um, I don't think the Packers have enough to keep up. Even if they don't cover the entire game, you know, if you're stressing this game, Miami is going to wind up covering this minus four points. You can take that to the bank. See you later.
Middle game on the slate, Broncos and Rams. What a shit show this is. Four and ten for both sides. Backup quarterbacks everywhere. Two dog offensive programs. I don't even want to pick this game. Might not even watch this game. We're going to skip right over it. I hate everything about it. But Denver is favored by two and a half points for what it's worth. I don't know. Next is Bucks and Cardinals. This one's a little bit more interesting. Bucks seven and a half point favorites against the Cardinals on the road. I don't know where Vegas gets off with this shit, but the Bucs are not good. I don't care if Colt McCoy is starting a quarterback. Tom Brady has not looked good all year. The Bucs should not be more than four-point or three-point favorites against anybody in this damn football league. Give me the cards, plus eight at home. I love them to cover. Cardinals are ass, but give me them with eight points. That's way too many against a shit Bucks team. That's it. Episode 16, we're done. Again. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Share the channel with your friends. Let me know what else you guys want to hear. What else you want us to talk about. Um, we're getting to the home stretch of this NFL thing. Next week, we are going to be talking about the college football playoff. That's coming up. Going to be absolutely electric. And then slowly but shortly, college basketball is going to be taking over the show. So brace yourselves for that. Um, it's going to get bonkers once we flip the calendar to 2023 get to February, and then March, obviously, with the giant tourney. So we're locked in. We're moving right along. Thanks for sticking with us, and we're signing out from the sack. Thank you.